Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Joel. I'm Tom, and I'm proud of you, Joel. That is that's the best introduction we've ever done. That is true. And uh obviously Sean is not here this week, but there is a Sean update. But before we get to that, Tom, I've got an important question for you. Yes, Joel. The most important sporting question of all, in fact. Yes, Joel. Tom. Yeah. How good's making fucking finals? We're back. We, we're back. We're back in a big way. I I don't really know this feeling. Um, the Essendon men's team obviously have made finals kind of recently. But it was during the COVID yep. years, and we snuck into the eight, and uh, it was pretty much predicted that we were going to get absolutely decimated in the first final, and that is exactly what happened. That's true. That's true. I can't really remember Essendon playing in a final that we didn't lose by 80-plus points. Um, and look, hey... Uh, not getting ahead of myself, I will say that that could still definitely happen this week, but I'm hopeful. Uh, well, this is huge. There's, there's, there's a bit to talk about here. There are two teams who, in their second year in the competition, have made finals. Essendon were the sort of the best team of the four last year, yep. so they're making finals feels like a. Well, yeah, we step finished. To- we finished tenth last year, so like, yeah, yeah, pretty close. Like halfway through the season, it was like, "Whoa, they're a chance." They're not a chance to get very far, but they're a chance to make the eight. Um, but the big one is uh, a team that won zero games last year. Yeah. Joel has made the finals this season. AFLW is cooked. Obviously, there's the fixture is a wild fixture. Um, yeah, you know, people are already coming out being like, "Well, Sydney didn't have to, played six of the bottom sides this year." It's like, yeah, they didn't win a fucking game last year. Yeah, and <laughs> like, hey. I think the big thing, Tom, to quote our good friend Gemma, who wrote a very in-depth article, Sydney yes. don't just hope, they believe. That uh, that piece was huge. And um, I've never seen Gemma. Gemma is an avid football person. But she stays uh, she analytical, usually. She stays very analytical. She's not a ma- she's a maniac in a different way. Um, we're maniacs in that um, this controls our lives. We let yeah. a bunch of random men and women who we've never met or spoken to control our lives. Um, Gemma had was genuinely dying on the weekend uh, in that last game. Look, I won't share the whole conversation, but uh, it started with Swans, please win, and then a little bit yeah. later, this game is making me crazy. 
Uh, I want to die. It's a fucking annoying game to watch at the best of times. I got a message that said, Tom, I'm so stressed right now. I am losing my mind. Uh, yeah, some other messages uh, where she was, you know, just happy that a certain team didn't make the eight and a certain team did. Her team making the eight, I think, yeah. is the big exciting thing. Um, but look, let's let's dive straight into it. It was a yeah. big round. We've both in the finals. And Joel, how good's Footy Cup? Elimination final. <laughs> yeah. Well, the most fucking stressful one, because, yeah, that's something we haven't revealed yet. Oh, uh, yeah, we're both playing finals against yep. each other. <laughs> yeah, you're coming down to down the highway to the home of GMHBA, Roasts, and the biggest sexy land in Australia. Whew. I'm scared. I'm scared about that road trip. Um, We have played once this year before, but that was at the neutral ground of Reed Oval Warnable. Yeah, they're, they're very... Famous home ground uh, for neither side. Yeah. Famous uh, home ground for game... maybe no side except like the Warnable. Wa- Warnable kangaroos or something. Um, it's it's crazy. I think uh, that game too was at a stadium that was very much dominated by the elements. Warnable, windy part of the world. Oh, I would I say. I think it was like a four goal breeze to one end. <laughs> I would say that that would usually favor Essendon, uh, home ground Windy Hill, but. The two windy games that Essendon played this year, well, the, the two I can think of of recent, we lost badly. Um, yeah, so this will be at a, a GMHBA, at a stadium that doesn't have wind. We might actually see the, doesn't have the wind actual... or wings flat, well, straight yes. lines, famously. <laughs> <laughs> What'll be crazy is it'll be it'll be great to see like. I think most of the games for the finals are at like decent venues, which is really great to see. So you'll be able to see quality. I guess what I'm saying is that both Essendon and Geelong both won't have the elements to contend with, so we might see some absolute juice in yeah. the middle. Prasparkas watch. Finals it edition. Is. Well, it's the Prasparky Cup finals edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's nah, it's going well, to be exciting. But let's dive into the games because, Joel, it's very funny that we're like, oh, man, it's so good Essendon are in finals. When at the start of the round, they shit their pants. They did. Uh, Essendon lost to Gold Coast, which I suspected might happen. I was not super confident about this game, especially since it was at the famous Great Barrier Reef Arena. Hey, uh, Joel, who'd you tip? Uh, I tipped Essendon. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, uh, a, a listener. Uh, uh, we'll get into that later, actually, because the footy tips are over, and so is the AFLW fantasy competition. So mm, we've got we'll results coming out of our fucking ears. So yeah, Essendon got done by Gold Coast. Look, this is the first time all year that a loss hasn't destroyed my life. Because if we won, that would have put Essendon in a potentially very scary position. Wanted to well, win. Yeah. Wanted to win. Don't want this taken out of being like cheering for a loss. Not the case. Can't believe I was just very cautious of what... I, Tom, I deny those allegations and I will kill you. <laughs> um, but no, you could have. If Brisbane had a loss, you could have been. You could have finished fourth and have rolled into Adelaide. Yeah, uh, would have been Adelaide and Adelaide, and then presumably uh, Brisbane uh, in it's Queensland. Really, if we, it's really funny. Yeah. just looking at the finals fixture, and you have the top four, and then then the next four teams, and like on their day, a couple of those next four teams could push one or two of those top four sides. Yeah, um, but probably not the other two. No. But no, those it's going to be. Oh, you never know. You never fucking know. It's fine. I would <laughs> probably say that those bottom four sides in the top eight 
Probably won't need to worry about the top two teams in the AFLW, uh, no. considering the recent trends. No, I think I think, and I think Brisbane and North Melbourne feel like they're gettable. Yeah, Melbourne and Adelaide. Although Melbourne was show shit on the weekend, they got smashed. Yeah. And they mm. lost a few players to injury. Anyway, um, let's get into it. You lost to a Gold Coast. bottomless Gold Coast. Um, She's going to miss, too. She had ankle surgery except for six weeks. I'm extra sad because uh, not only did we lose... Like, we lost. That I was like, that sucks. Wanted to win. But at least we now avoid this terrible situation. But then another terrible situation opened where there was a period of time where it looked like that this exact game could happen again next week, which I also mm. wouldn't be good, feeling good about because getting done by a team at their home ground the week before finals and then rolling into the first week of finals and playing them at the exact same ground again, you know, you don't really back yourself in that situation. No, no, you don't. <laughs> um, but one thing that did bum me out, Tom, 10 rounds of AFLW before round 10. 22 got a kick to goal in every single game. Oh, no. She went, nine, she went 9 out of 10. Did anyone go 10 out of 10? Gould must have, right? One player did. And it was something that I'm going to have to pull up from Gemma's Twitter account. Hey, um, friend of the show, Gemma coming to the rescue, and she doesn't even know. Um, Yeah, I, uh, I, I didn't tip this. I did, I did believe in the Bombers, but... I just thought Charlie Robottom was a huge out for them, but the Suns covered it really well um, yeah. and held on in that last quarter when Essendon kind of had a crack but just could not kick a goal to save themselves. Tom, you're right. Caitlin Gould was the only player to do it. I reckon I'm a bit clever. So, yeah, prior, round by at the end of round nine, it was Caitlin Gould, uh, Eden Zanker, and Bonnie Toogood. I'm a genius, Joe. And then only, only one remained. Anyway, uh, look, Essendon played a bit shit. Hope they got it out of their system. Uh, traditionally in this season, when we've played shit one week, we've played good the next. Hope that continues. Uh, speaking of one team being really good and one team not being very good, <laughs> the next game, Joel. Yeah, Western Bulldogs uh, scored nine points, and uh, yeah. North Melbourne scored a lot more than that. This was always going to happen, based on the ladder positions, Yeah, um, to the point where it was very, very funny that in two games this round, where two teams kicked away and were quite comfortably in front of their opponent. Um, the bench at the end of the North Melbourne game, uh, Jazz Garner, Emma King, uh, Kate Shearlaw, and Emma Carney were all on the bench <laughs> well, <laughs> with yeah, five this... minutes to go in the last quarter. Uh, so, yeah, Jazzy Gardner 2-2 defeated Western Bulldogs 1-3. I learned something fucked out of this game. So it was Rocky Cranston's last game. Yeah. Um, she retired. Um, in the post-match interview, Sarah Hosking was interviewing her, being like, you know, what are you going to be doing, blah, blah, blah. What, how hard is it to make the decision? So the reason she's retiring is for health reasons. Oh. She has a kidney disease. Jesus Christ. She's about to start dialysis. I'm pretty what sure, the fuck? Joel, as someone who had a kidney thing, you were told you are not allowed to play contact sport. Yeah, but that was in the 90s, uh, which I'm assuming Rocky Cranston is also from. Um, but then as time went on, there's padding and stuff you could wear. It was mostly just like, don't fuck around on the playground. Well, I, th I think, yeah, that's why she's retiring. She's starting dialysis. Yeah. And she's been pretty ill, which is honestly the fact that she was rolling in. And as a, as a former, you know, Geelong player and one of our, in our inaugural side, always got a soft spot for Rocky and her yep. ability to just like flatten people into space. So. We'll miss her pancaking people, but she did say that she will be sinking tins at Witten Oval next season. So well, that's be good. good to see. That's good. That'll be good for the game. But yeah, crazy. Like, 
kidney disease. Like that's just yeah, fucked. that's fucked. If um, I sleep funny and have a little bit of a sore neck, I can't do shit. I'm yeah. a whiny boy for the next yeah. like probably three to eight weeks. And yeah, she's that's playing fair. with kidney disease. Yeah. Um, not sleeping well for a night would have taken you out of AFL for two weeks. Oh, I the season. <laughs> the been like, uh, just go to the coach, be like, I'm a sleepy boy, coach. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's me done. That's a that's a that's a ten to fifteen weeker. Well, uh, speaking of people getting done, uh, next game, Ashley Saints five goals two defeated the GWS Giants four goals six. Port Adelaide absolutely decimated the Giants. This was uh, talking to Jacob about this game. He's like, Port, this is the win, I think, that, that shows you where Port are. Because GWS and Port have sort of been in similar spots this year where they've lost some games. Yep. But the development of Port's been there. They've just been, they've had a couple of, they've had the draw, they had a couple of really close losses. Yep. Um, but this is what Port can do. And honestly, if they didn't send Aaron Phillips off in style, they're a bum club and they should be banned from the sport. But this is, again, another huge retirement. Yeah. Um, Aaron Phillips hanging up the boots, took a huge mark, kicked a massive goal in the last quarter, and I think everyone in South Australia got around her, and it was fucking awesome to see. Um, Joel, have you ever looked at um, Aaron Phillips' accolades? Uh, yeah, it's very, very, very fucked up. Have you ever looked at her accolades before she quit basketball to play footy? <laughs> yes, Tom. I've seen all of her accolades. Aaron Phillips <laughs> is fucking crazy good at everything, it turns out. Her like basketball stats and like accolades alone are like world, you know, Hall of Fame worthy. And then she rolls in, like she turns her back on on her basketball career to play in a fledgling comp as it's developing, where the money just isn't like she could be. She could have earned so much more playing WNBA yeah. still, but she wants to. She wants to play the sport that you know she grew up playing. And I tell you what, we were better for it. I think. She had a sort of a quieter like last couple of years, but you look at the yeah. those years where she won the best in the AFL, best on in the grand final, two those two premierships where she was just turbo mode. She's fucking incredible. And I think I, I always think, think we'll she's, get an award named after her. Yeah, we we should. But I always think she's like thirty one or thirty two, but she's thirty eight. Mm. I'm thirty two and I look like shit. <laughs> Joel, I'm thirty two and the other day I walked up. A, a moderate incline, and I got to the top, and I went, "Kill me now." Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That I think that's a normal response. How is she doing it at thirty-eight? She's built different. Yeah, and even after this episode goes out, people are going to ask me, "Hey, do you know how old Aaron Phillips is?" And I'll be like, "I don't know, thirty-one, thirty-two." Yeah, and I'll be wrong. Twenty, twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five, maybe. Just Jesus. ridiculous. And so she's yeah, the equal, the two oldest players in the game both retired this weekend in Phillips and Phoebe McWilliams at Carlton. Yeah. Um, if you tipped GWS Giants knowing it was Aaron Phillips' last game, you are an absolute fuckwit. And if you dropped ah. a two-point lead to come second in a tipping competition, oh, you would be dirty. Oh, hang on. What's what's this? I'm just on the I'm just on the ladder here, and it looks like hang on a minute. Someone did exactly ah, that. Someone boy. who was very lippy about tipping the bombers to try to goad you into tipping. Gold Coast yeah. also absolutely butchered it by tipping GWS. GWS in an away game against Port Adelaide in Aaron Phillips' last game. Uh, I think this person's hatred of Port Adelaide got in the way of their ability to be good at tipping. So I've gone looking for a certain email, Tom, that we read out and discussed last week. And yep. I think uh, 
either a current host of the show or someone that's taking a bit of absence has deleted it out of disgust. But uh, yeah, we'll get to that later again. Uh, we've got a more important thing to talk about at the moment, which is Geelong steamrolled Hawthorne. This fucking ruled. I watched this on TV. Uh, I'm away on a Scaredy Boys retreat for you're Astro on, Scaredy Boys. New episodes every Friday. You're on island time currently. I'm on I'm on island time. And if it um, sounds like we're in the same room currently, it means I've done a good job editing. And if you're in shock at the moment being like, what? They're not in the same room? Good. Yeah, Tricked you. We, we, we got you. This whole podcast, you're like, man, they're just bouncing off one another so well we're in the same room together. No, so I watched this on TV. Uh, I brought my scarf. Uh, and going into it, I was like, yeah. we've just got to... We've just got to win. We've just got to win. Uh, and I got to see my team put in a very juicy, complete performance um, where Georgie Prasparkas, Nina Morrison just went to work. And then after doing being very well held for the whole first half, Chloe Shear was like, watch me kick three goals. Um, now, nah, this, was, this was great to see again, just that continual building. And we look like we're going to hit finals in good form. We were a bit wobbly. Um, a few weeks ago, we've had some sort of ups and downs, but we're, we're running into a bit of form now with the Richmond win and, yep. and this win against Hawthorne. It feels like we're we're getting good. We've got a, a midfield that is just ridiculously unbeatable. I think um, Georgie got like 35 touches, and then at one point in the last five minutes, our bench was uh, Georgie Prasparkas, Amy McDonald, and Nina Morrison, and that tells you where Craig... Uh, yeah, Craig. Craig? Craig? Is that what I call Craig or Helfer? Dan Lauver. <laughs> Got there in the end. You're on island um, time. You cooked from the I'm sun. I'm on island time. He um he was like, oh, I got to rest these these uh, these girls. Um, we're thinking in front ahead to next week. Looking ahead to next week. Also, Joel, we continued our trend. Nine out of ten games this year, Geelong has kept its opponent goalless in the first quarter. That's big. The uh, the only team uh, that has kicked a goal on us in the first quarter is Melbourne. Uh, because they are Melbourne. Yeah, that's right enough. That almost doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. We kept Hawthorne, I think. They didn't score a goal until halfway through the third quarter. So it was yeah. a really, really sort of dominant display. And full credit to Hawthorne, they really went to work in the defense. Their back line was really good. Um, the problem is their midfield was like, what if we kicked it to Claude Egan, Jarka, and yeah. Meg McDonald every time we went forward? Not a smart strategy. It's not going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, but now the, mid- the midfield were on top, uh, looking really, really strong. And it was just sort of great to see. Uh, there was an absolutely fucking cooked goal from, uh, I want to say Stratton. Yep. Just just a ridiculous like check side running away from the goals. It was a great little kick, but um, fortunately not enough to get the job done. Go Cats. We look fucking, we look ready and I'm excited for next week, Joel. It's going to be very good. Uh, I'm going to be there. My family's going to be there. I've heard a little birdie that maybe you. Yeah, I, and, I should uh, be there. I should be there. Host, another host of the show may also be there. Fuck. So it's going to be exciting next week. Bring it on. But now we looked really good. And I've, I've seen in the wobblier patch, there were some concerning things, but it feels like we've arrested them a bit. Um, and if we can just carry that with us into the finals, we can probably go pretty deep. I think there is still a gap between us and, and probably the two premiership favorites, but there's no reason why we can't just yeah. fuck some shit up while we're there, Joel. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Speaking of fucking shit up, next game. West Coast took on Adelaide, and this went pretty much how you're expecting it to go, except in the first half. West well, Coast were very at, competitive. I, yeah, I checked in at quarter time, and I was like, oh, geez, we are, we're on here. And then, um, um, No, yeah. so it was still okay for the first half of the second quarter. West Coast, uh, Adelaide kicked the first goal. West Coast kicked the next. 
we're halfway through the second and things are still pretty even. But then Adelaide do kick five goals in a row. Yeah, this is the thing about Adelaide. They love uh, – what will happen is if you don't kick any goals, they will kick a lot of goals to just f- end your life. I will say, though, for West Coast, bright spot, Ella Roberts went bananas. Yeah, she's she's been a bit of a bright spot for them across the whole season, um, I feel. You see her name sort of coming up when they do like the best for West Coast. It's Ella Roberts, Ella Roberts, Ella Roberts. Um, so um, Juicy. Yeah, it's very impossible juicy. to tell on the official AFLW app who any of the players play for because they both feature blue. So, yeah. um, oh no, sorry, I will say this: um, Adelaide's shade of blue is a little bit darker. But um, holy shit, I cannot believe that that that's what it looks like. Why? Like, make your app better, guys. What are you doing? Um, so, Ella Roberts, yeah, she's averaging uh, twenty-one disposals a game. Eleven of those are contested. Eleven of those are kicks. Uh, and averaging three and a half score involvements, which is fucked. That's a big number. Jesus Christ. Especially if you win your team scoring fucking six, like having six scoring shots a game. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Like, West Coast have barely put up a big score. Like, even this game. So they scored 6-9. So what? 15 scoring shots. And if she's averaging... In being involved in three and a half of them, crazy. Hey, do you want to do you want to feel old? Yeah, she's eighteen. <laughs> yep, I know. I already knew that. Jesus Christ! This this is the thing that's so exciting about I think the women's comp is the next. Like we're seeing in the retirements of your your, your Phillips's, Rocky Cranston, McWilliams, a lot of those sort of pioneers of that those first couple of seasons, and this next wave, and even like not Future even the is- next, next wave, but that like from like. Like your Nina Morrison, Chloe Malloy down, like in age wise, yeah. it's just going to get better and better and better. Yeah, it's um, the future isn't just bright; it's like red hot and burning. It's the spicy future. Yeah. Uh, next game. Now, Brisbane Lions needed to beat Melbourne to make top four. Everyone wrote them off, me included. I was Not worried me. if I was going to meet Gold Coast, they'd be like top four. Um. Brisbane said, hey, Melbourne, get fucked. We are actually good. And just one of those... dominated them. One by 25 points. Uh, I think, yeah, Melbourne didn't kick a goal after halftime. Uh, just fucked. Got four goals kicked on them. Yeah, four goals, one to three behinds after halftime. Just an absolute complete performance from Melbourne and uh, from Brisbane. And really interesting to see their gears in the, in the last quarter where Melbourne sort of shifted a few things around and Brisbane just adjusted the way they were playing. Really good coaching from uh, Craig Starcevich just to just limit Melbourne's impact. Yeah. There was a stat they were talking where like Melbourne averaged triple-figure handballs a game. That's their whole game. It's that run-and-gun handball, out of trouble, get up the ground. And I think they were in double digits by the end of the game. I think they had like 75, like just, 77, just absolutely... Yeah. Iced out of it. They got smashed. They smashed them in the contested ball. They outscored them. They out-tackled them. Like, that's always yeah. an indictment. I think at one point, the inside 50 count was like 19 to 4 at like quarter time. Like, they just just buried them with territory. And it was one 10 to things- 27. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. No, that was tackles inside. I got tricked. Read the wrong stat. Inside 50 is 24 to 40, 42. Yeah, I think it was like even yeah, the gap was even bigger earlier in the game. Um, but I think the thing that people forget is yes, Melbourne have been really good all year and Brisbane have been up and down. Brisbane are adjusting 
and this is the thing I, I watched this game with Sean and we were talking about. I think I think one of the things that people like Melbourne have been so good and Adelaide have been so good. Um, they haven't, and North as well. They haven't really been raided that much. Like Melbourne have been able to keep their list together most years. Their their grand final winning list from last year only yeah. lost Daisy Pierce. Brisbane every season, every couple of seasons when expansion happens, get absolutely pillaged, and they're still competing and they're still right yeah. up there. And this sends a bit of a message, I think, to the rest of the teams that Brisbane are not dead. They're not done. Um, they brought all no. of the rage from last year's grand final into this game, and they went never fucking again, D's. <laughs> This is the game that's shaped up next week to be really juicy. Well, yeah, it now means Adelaide play the only team they didn't beat this year, which was Brisbane. Yes, and Melbourne and Kangaroos will be huge. Oh, it's all happening. Next game. Now, this isn't what we wanted because it meant that St. Kilda looked like they were going to make finals for a bit. St. Kilda took on Carlton, won by 20 points. Uh, Yeah, and then a bit flat after seeing this. But, Tom... Justice was served later in the week. And justice justice was done. Because as Could, people were saying, we couldn't see a Nick Del Sando coach side in the finals. No, because he's a cunt. He's a bad bloke. He's a dog. He's, um, not the, he's not the worst coach at St. Kilda. No, he's not. He's not. He's not the worst head coach at St. Kilda. But he's no, the yeah, second yeah. worst. I just, yeah, it's... Look, there's some there's some nice things. About, I mean, the, the, the real worry was um, Wardlaw got absolutely blown into like next week yeah. and looked quite unsteady. So I hope she's okay. Um but Nick Del Santo was saying about Jesse Wardlaw that if they made finals, they're like, yeah, if we're playing next week, she's not. <laughs> no, God no. St. Kilda got it done against Carlton. Carlton season remained to be up and down. I think they started a little brighter and sold people a little bit more false hope than uh they were capable of delivering in the end. Yeah, I think I think they're just they're going through a big transition period. So about where they finished, which is in that sort of next five teams outside of the top eight, is about where they are. Um, they are a team that is rebuilding after Harford, and and you know a lot they lost a few players to expansion through Essendon and through Sydney, and I think they're just sort of starting to gel a bit. Um, and they'll be fine. They'll be fine in the long run, I think. But this is just a, a foundational, transitional sort of period for them. And they probably got more wins than they were expecting, which is kind of nice. And the uh, curse continues because, Tom, I actually got an email on Friday night that said, Oh, yes. Uh, uh, welcome to 2024, Joel. Thank you for committing <laughs> as a 2024 member. And you're probably like, oh, that's smart. Joel's ahead of... Uh, his Essendon, uh, Essendon membership. No, this was from the Carlton Football Club. I do not know what the fuck is going on. Listener of the show, Jason, friend of the show, signed me up uh, four, no, five years ago now. I'm a five-year member of the Carlton Football Club. That's so funny, man. We've cancelled it. He, I spoke to him. I was like, no, I've cancelled it. I got emails this year, and I was like, finally, I've caught on being like, hey, your payment details are wrong. Like, we couldn't get a pay. Nothing got changed. I'm a member again. What are they uh, doing with that rabble of a club? <laughs> Someone in admin is in deep trouble. <laughs> They're cursing the club and they don't even know. Anyway, confusing. Very confusing. Mm. Um, I haven't even looked into it because, like, is it a men's membership this time? I doubt it. But what's going on? What's going on? Now, next game. This also be so had me funny, saying, it'd be so funny if it was Tracy. <laughs> People think it's funny, but really what you're doing is any club I'm a member of doesn't win finals. 
except for next week where that will change. The curse will be broken. I hope not. I hope the curse remains for at least another six months. Well, we hit 7,000 days since the AFL-M Essendon team uh, has won a final this week. Uh, so the, my tattoo has changed now. That six has now become a seven. Nice. Whew. nice. It's a lot of days, Tom. It's a lot of fucking days. <laughs> um. Anyway, next game at Vic Park. This I did not see coming. Richmond uh, blew Collingwood well, think- out of... You thought that you you weren't shocked by Richmond beating Collingwood by 50 fucking points when Collingwood were playing for finals. I know. I was going to say, I was almost going to tip Richmond just because I didn't think Collingwood were good. Um, but you've been saying although, that all year because you've got anti-Collingwood bias, which I appreciate. But, like, Collingwood, like, beat a lot of good teams, including Geelong and Essendon and Brisbane. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I didn't expect. I guess I thought it would be closer, and Richmond might be able to like pinch a win. I didn't expect for them to just run. This is their highest ever score in the AFLW. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Mon Monconti absolutely just fucking ripped them apart. I think she had like thirty something touches and like eleven clearances. Just like was everywhere. Um, and like not that Collingwood in the end it didn't matter because Collingwood would have needed to make percentage to catch St yeah. Kilda and Sydney. Um. But Richmond was like, you're not even going to be. You don't even have to worry about the ladder predictor, babes. Yeah. You don't even have to. You don't even Close have to it. fire it up. We're doing you a favor, taking it out of your hands. Don't worry. But yeah, it was it was a lot closer. It seemed to be sort of this like ping pongy sort of closer game, and then they just put the foot down, and Collingwood had nowhere to go. Um, but interestingly enough, I think Fred, Sabrina Frederick had the most hitouts um, in the history of the league this season. Oh, this season. I was going to say, in this game, she had 30. And I was going to be like, Tom, that is just not true. But, you know, this season, if her season, back. she's had the most uh, hit out. So she might be in the frame for an all-Australian ruck slot. Whew, that's big. Uh, someone else did something massive this game. Who was oh, it? This or is, was this is also... I distracted. Maybe I was just distracted because Sarah Hosking kicked a goal. <laughs> um, this is also the first time, I think, that uh, Richmond have won at Icon Park. They they didn't play at Icon Park, didn't they? No, this was at Victoria Park. Well, they Vic still Park. haven't won at Icon Park. <laughs> <laughs> a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Um, uh, I'm not. A, I'm not yeah. a clever man. This going to the island has not made me smarter. If anything, no. if anything, the sun damaged. I, I'm just too stupid. I've been playing too much Pokemon, reading too many scary books. Yeah, Watch that's too bad. many scary movies. That's bad for your brain. Anyway, final game of the round. Final game of the home and away season for AFLW 2023. And there was so much riding on this game. And it was so stressful for the first three quarters. And then Sydney said, nah, we want to win our first game and play our first time in finals in the same year. Let's fucking it's, go. It's so funny that that going into this game, Max Lawton put a thing up being like, Sydney only need to win by, I think, four points. Right. Yeah. That's all. Obviously, that would have changed if the scores got really high, but yes. Yes. But generally, four points was about all that was required. And they um, were on like two and th- the scores were two and three points in front for so many times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of massive individual games. Uh, shout out to Kiara Turbo Bowers, who 22 touches. Oh, that's. It's pretty. Like, that's pretty a lit. That's. That's like not super high for her. Yeah, seventeen weird. of those were kicks. That's all right. Oh, okay. she laid eighteen fucking tackles. <laughs> she's she's a beast. She's just we've, with with her injuries throughout the season. You've just missed that like bit of murder intent, murderous intent through the Freo midfield. Yeah, eh? fucked up. Um, do you know who continues to be good at footy, uh, Joel? Laura Gardner. Laura Gardner, but you know who else? Who? Chloe Malloy continues to be very good at football. Yeah, I have heard that. Uh, big call. Heard it here on this podcast first, guys. Chloe Malloy, good footballer. Yeah. Uh, Mim Strom, also great rock person. 41 hitouts. That's 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 pretty massive. She's had a very, very good season as well. I think she... I saw a, a stat that Gemma put up, which was like either Gemma or Swamp Thing, about... um. Like the ruck stats, and Sabrina was at the top, and then it was like someone from last year, and then I think Mim Strom is either like third or fourth all time most yeah. hitouts in a season, which is just so like she's also young, like a young ruck, which is just crazy as well. Yeah, she's twenty one, I think, but her numbers, t- yeah, she's twenty one, and her numbers twenty one. So you can see why I thought I got tricked there for a second. But Tom, uh, the next closest person on hitouts in the in the game was Bella Smith with fourteen. Well, to be fair to Sydney, their number one ruck in Ali Morfitt is out injured. Yeah, will she be true. back for finals? I assume not. I don't think so. They said season. She fractured her wrist, so you're not gonna. When you've got a a generational ruck talent who is yeah. very young, who you will build a side around, you don't rush them back in. No, um, but that was it. Sydney just said, "Get fucked, Frio. Here we come, finals." And the ladder as it stands going into the 2023 AFLW Finals. Adelaide Crows 1, Melbourne 2, Kangaroos 3, Brisbane Lions 4, Gold Coast Suns 5th, Geelong 6th, Essendon 7th, and Sydney Swans 8th. Every other team, uh, the book has been closed on them and the top 8 have said get fucked, see you next year. We say good night, good nights to that bottom eight. Uh, go quietly into that gentle night. The bottom ten, Tom. Oh yeah, bottom ten, of course, because uh, eighteen team competition. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the finals are gonna be interesting. I will say uh, the AFL. Um, this is how good's footy, and we are trying to be more how good's footy as opposed to how fucked footy can be. Yep. Just a quick shout out uh, after a successful uh, women's home and away season. Very quick shout out to the AFL. Uh, congratulations. You get nothing. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. You fucked the game. Uh, you continue to be the terrible worst organization. Ah, oh, 
we can't give you an extra game next year because you didn't hit the target because crowds were down because we put every game in a small fucking venue, often at dog shit fucking times, like 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Awesome. Uh, um, they've also they've also absolutely gone psycho with the fixture for the finals by scheduling both Victorian finals, like the, the, the second one. They're both on the same day. Uh, one's in Geelong, one's at Icon Park. Mm-hmm. You cannot attend both finals. Because for TV reasons, they just roll straight into one another. No Friday night game. Yeah. Genius. Uh, Andrew, I hope you're better than Gil, because if you're not, I will turbo bowers you. <laughs> so, Tom, the end of the AFLW home and away season also means the end of the AFLW fantasy leagues and the and AFLW comp- tipping competition. Well, I assume um, the leader for the last few weeks has been Analysis Paralysis, uh, who... Um, sent us an email last week. Sent us an email last week, goading you, and because, so yeah. confident. They were too clear. They were too clear. They were too clear of me. I was second. Now, Tom... Would have had to drop three tips to other people to to fall out of top spot. Yeah, so Tom, sadly, I finished third. Oh, that's a shame, mate. Couldn't catch Paralysis. That's all no, right. No, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't catch Analysis Paralysis. But I did get more tips than this week because they tipped like dog shit. And Joel, I've uh, I've just opened the app. And, yeah, um, they're second, Tom. They're second. They're second, and their arrogant fucking email last week has aged like milk. Oh, <laughs> get fucked! <laughs> what did you think was going to happen when you send an email like that? Karma would come back and bite you on the fucking ass. You finished Joel- second, and second gets. Fuck all! History never remembers second place! You're irrelevant! You're irrelevant! In the words of the great philosopher Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last! Oh, analysis paralysis! In the words of another great philosopher, DJ Khaled, congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah, that fucked up. But enough about an irrelevant person. Let's talk about first place. Annie, Annie. who has come from the heavens in a pretty tough-to-tip week, got eight... Out of a possible nine. Is there a way to see where they were, like, last round? Not as far as I'm aware. Oh, wait, maybe. No. No, I can't get it up. Um, But yeah. Yeah, that's enormous. Fucking huge. Shout out to Annie. Uh, Got eight. Just powered into top spot. Made some very Uh, sensible and clever tipping decisions, and they've all paid off. Uh, Terrence Reed. Also got eight this week. <laughs> Second highest tipper for the week. That's massive. The only game that Annie dropped was Collingwood. So tipped Brisbane to beat Melbourne. Which I did as well. Uh, so I finished third. Quick shout out to Coach Carno, who uh, finished top 10 as well, coming in at 10th spot. So I finished top might... 20 as well after being like 50th at one point. You where gave, I had two you weeks finished... in a row where I failed to tip. You finished 15th. The top 10 was pretty tight, but then it kind of falls off. A little bit. Because, yeah, you finished... You were five tips behind me. Yeah, jeez. Um, yeah, just a lot going on there. But, Tom, there was also a lot... So, again, congratulations to Annie. You have won the How Goods Footy AFLW tipping competition of 2023, and you have defeated a, an arrogant rival of the show. Analysis so you've won paralysis. The greatest, you've won the greatest prize of all. Revenge and respect. Oh, Annie, we cannot thank you enough. Uh, we don't have an actual prize for you. No, but... <laughs> The praise, the praise is all, it's it's worth it, Tom. Now, the season's finished in AFLW Fantasy. There was four comps. 
Do you want to start from the fun section and work our way up, or start from the weapons and work our way down? Let's go fun section and work our way up, baby. Okay. So this is a painful grand final to talk about. So in the How Goods Footy Fun section, AFLW Fantasy Competition, the grand final was between Close the Derrick, (laughs) who is Justin's team, versus the Almost Two Goods, my team. And now, Tom, I was worried about this name. I feel like my team name has come back to haunt me. Because you were almost too good. But I was not good enough. Because Justin, uh, 1,503, defeated Joel, 1,474. Close game. Good game. Congratulations, Justin. Get fucked, Joel. Get absolutely fucked, me. It feels bad to only drop one game in the season, and that game being the grand final. You did You did what Bonnie Toogood did. You went 9 and 10. Uh, yeah, I went 9 out of 10. Mm. Now, Tom, we're going to go into uh, the, the third tier league. The uh, Gemma Bastiani. Fo- the Gemma Bastiani Cup. The uh, Haggards yep. Footy Gemma Bastiani Cup, named after our celebrity entrant this year, Gemma Bastiani. Gemma Bastiani. Who sadly finished third in her own league. Oh, just missed it. Just missed out. Uh, Tom? Yes, Joe. I was in this grand final, too. Man, so that score of what was a 1474. Yeah. Was Man, it good enough? Was it good enough? Was it good against ag- Was it good enough against Egg FC, the team that finished top of the ladder? It's Jack's team. Tom? Yes, Joel. It was enough. I won by three. Whoa! Oh, Jesus Christ. 1474 That's good shit. to 1471. That is a kick. That is one effective kick. One kick. One kick is all I needed, uh, and there were some big moves happening in every grand final that I was keeping my eye on. Uh, lots of loopholing, which was rare in AFLW season because it's harder to do. Yeah, but it, yeah, the fact that the fact that North played really early on Saturday yeah. meant a lot of people could loophole Jazzy Garner. Yeah, there was a lot going on, and uh, yeah, a lot of masterful moves, and like the type of moves you'd expect to see when a team's in the grand final. Yep. Now we'll move on to the other two cups that I. Came close, but didn't quite make grand finals, which is fair. Can't make them all. So in the How Goods Footy Reserves League, it was Wardlaw and Order versus St. Kilda Job Thief Car something. Chaotic <laughs> name. Wish I could read it all. The app yeah. has gotten better for some reason. I can see more of the names now. Oh, that's good. Uh, so it was Nick Nick's team versus Moritz's team. And Tom. Yes. My score would have won this as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That hurts. So I missed That this, hurts. I missed this grand final on percentage. Oh, Joel. And it was half a percent. Oh, and Joel. So Moritz scored 1,471, which was enough to get it done against Wardlaw and Auto, who Nick's team, who scored 1,412. Now, Tom, it's time for the big league, the biggest league of all. And... You're going to see... The weapons. Who's the, the biggest weapon league. of all? That's what the W in AFLW stands for. It's not women. It's weapons. Tom, these are going to be names you've heard all year. WA Salvage, Ivan's yep. team, took on the Carton Blues. The Carton Blues. The Tim's fucking team, Carton Blues. The Carton Blues, who they're fucking up and about in the AFLM fantasy. The women's, I thought they were going to take their time to wrap their head around. I was fucking wrong. 
Tim, no. he's just like fucking plugged in. But how did he go in the grand final? Well, Tom, let me tell you, the losing score of this game was 1,573. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's the losing score. Yeah. And it wasn't even really that close, Tom, because the Carton Blues, Tim, won with a score of 1,625. What Holy the shit, fuck, Tim? Jesus Tim. Christ! <laughs> that is Tim, that is, that is absolutely, like... Imagine doing that in a fucked. fucking grand final. That's it, absurd. What was who did this? Who did Tim have in their team? I assume Garner is the captain. Tom, they fucked up. What do you mean? Marinov was the captain. I mean, Marinov still went pretty fucking big. Marinov scored hundred and three. Yeah, but but playing West Coast, Marinov. I, I understand the logic there. You're like playing West Coast. I'm going to lock Marinov in early. Tom. So they scored. 1,625 without the Jazzy Gardner 300. That is that is actually fucked up. Oh, footy's so good. Ebony Marinov was their lowest scoring midfielder by 20 points and their captain. I'm assuming they had Mon Conti because she went off chops. So the Carton Blues' midfield was Kiara Bowers with 142. Ebony Marinov yep. as captain, so 206. Jazzy Gardner, 150. Uh, Riddell one thirty and Monconti one twenty four. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a lineup that you cannot get past. Fucked up. Just exceptional fantasy there, Tim. So imagine if imagine if Marinoff had have gone off or like they'd captained Jazz Garner instead. Well, if they captained Jazz Gardner, just that one move, they win by hundred and fifty points. They score seventeen hundred. Ivan, Ivan, you can't even be mad about losing this grand final. You just got to look at this and be like, what could I have done? Nothing. Inevitable. Inevitability. The Cotton Blues, untouchable, an untouchable team. Congratulations, Tim. I don't, I can't even wrap my hand or, head around how you've done this. That's just, that's just like a powerhouse performance by powerhouse man. That's just like, this is like in in fifty years, people will be flipping through handbooks of, uh, you know, just like great footy achievements, and that score will be in there. From this season, the, the the five big achievements from this season will be Sydney's first win and then making finals. Um, there'll be Courtney Hodder's mark. Uh, there'll be this score from Tim. Yep. Uh, there will be Michael Pryor getting fired. Yep. Michael Pryor? Matthew Pryor. I don't even, you know what? Don't <laughs> Fuck care. Him. That guy getting fired. And then the other the other great achievement, Annie beating analysis paralysis. Oh, big time. I'm just having a quick look. At the uh, worldwide scores, uh, but yeah, I think the Carton Blues may have finished top one hundred in the world, which is fucking enormous. That is honestly wild. Just really good stuff. And Tom, I'm very excited for finals footy. So am I, mate. It's going to be beautiful. If you're going to be there, maybe maybe we're getting a bit of a hot dog. Who can say? Yeah, that'd be pretty big. Um, <laughs> the weather forecast looks like it'll be a beautiful 23 and sunny. Woo! Uh, maybe a mile of ice cream or two in our future. Sounds, oh, yeah. sounds like it's uh, it's happening. That sounds really good. Um, I just I just can't believe finals is happening and I'm in them. I'm scared. I'm excited. I might die. Hey, we all might die. But that's footy. And uh, I think... That's also this podcast, Tom. I think I think there's nothing else to say. 
Uh, there is. Uh, let us know what you're doing for the finals. Send us an email at HowGoodsFooty. Find us on Instagram at HowGoodsFootyPod. We're on Twitter, but don't worry about that. Um, or you can look us up on individually. I'm Orchid on most, if not all, social medias. And I'm Deuce13 on all social medias. Um, I've just found one email, Tom. They just oh, yes. keep it nice and brief, and it's nice. It's just a nice way to bring the episode home. This yep. is from James. Dear How Goods Footy, congratulations to all of the hosts on your teams making the finals. As a Swans fan, stuff. it also makes me very happy to see them make finals, James. Short, sweet, simple, beautiful. James, we're happy for you too. Bring on the finals. Go footy. Go Geelong. Go Bombers. Go Bombers.